Bonjour, guten Tag, Privet. And hello, and welcome to the Dussois podcast. Oh my lord, single again today. Oh, what's a girl to do? I tell you what she's to do. Live her best life, drink wine, and get some cats. Oh, yes. <gasps> Would you believe someone actually came for women the other day? I'm on another podcast, as listeners may or may not know. Um, I also do a true crime comedy horror podcast with a friend of mine, Gavin in the Woods. We we cover all kinds of topics, you know, everything from uh, true crime, ancient crime, bizarre, true pits of history. <laughs> we put up this this meme about some of the bizarre myths that there used to be about women being witches in the Dark Ages, including this peculiar, peculiar myth about witches that uh, women used to come and steal men's penises in the night and then keep them as pets. Yes, you heard me correctly. People believed that drag queens reading stories to their children would... Oh, no, sorry. Wait, no, no. That, uh, yes, women living alone would kidnap penises in the middle of the night and keep them as pets. Some Andrew Tate-loving incel decided to, you know, come for women on our podcast. Oh my lord, was he in for a shock when I stood up to the plate. You know they're losing when they come back to the old adage of, you're just going to be alone, living in your one-bedroom apartment, drinking wine with your hundred cats. That sounds delightful. Are you kidding me? I don't see what's the problem. So what you're saying is, yes, I'm going to be right and I'm going to live my best life. Thank you. Oh, my Lord. I want to be like Enya. Do you know what Enya is doing these days? Just Google what is Enya doing these days. She is living alone in her $50 million French castle with 30 cats. Don't tell me that's not living your best life. Completely forget what the tangent of this story is, but to hell with it. It's living your best life. Huzzah! <laughs> Which ironically brings us to the topic of this week that we're continuing, um, which could be to people past Eurovision stars possibly not living their best life. Ooh, the irony. If only they'd moved to a one-bedroom apartment, drank wine and had cats, none of these things would have happened. Oh, my Lord. First story of the week. This is a great, this is a great, this is a great headline. This headline is Bulgaria Commandos Bust Eurovision Star by Mistake. You don't, you don't, you really don't want to hear those words at the end of any sentence, do you, when it comes to commandos by mistake. Now, who did Bulgarian commandos bust by mistake? By mistake. Oh, my Lord. Okay, so if we look at Bulgaria's history at Eurovision, it is a colourful one. But this actually goes back to their 2009 representative, Karisma Avramov. Now, for those who can't remember 
that performance. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, my lord, you are in for such a treat because it's, I, I want you to write this name down, okay? Bulgaria, 2009. Krasimir Avramov, okay, 2009, Bulgaria. Look it up. Oh, my lord, it's spectacular. It's one of those it's one of those performances where you're like, "Oh, this is why I come to Eurovision." It makes no sense whatsoever. It's like they've before they've decided to do Lord of the Rings but on a budget. Oh my lord. It's like when you have to perform at Eurovision and then do medieval cosplay straight afterwards. Oh my lord. He's dressed up, he's got the chainmail, he's got the cape, he's got the swords. Oh, my Lord, there are people on stilts. I don't even know why there are people on stilts, but there are people on stilts. Oh, my God, he has a magic cape that he uses to whack his his backup singer in the face. Oh, my Lord, it truly is a fantastic period in Eurovision history. You need to look it up. It is it is so worth it. Um, Surprisingly didn't do very well at Eurovision. Oh, oh, my Lord. But they had people on stilts. What? Oh, my God. But check it out. It is fantabulous. Now, this story actually was reported on April 15th, 2010. And this is saying that the Eurovision star was arrested early Thursday by mistake as part of a special police operation codenamed... Dun, dun, dun. The Untouchables. Uh, I don't know. As, as a cop, I kind of think that name's taken. I, th- I think you need to branch out a little bit. But he was arrested early Thursday when police raided his home. Oh, wait for it. Raided his home, forced him to lie on the ground, handcuffed him, and, and covered his head. Oh, my God. Bulgarian ops are full on. What's with the head covering? According to Aramov... He claims that the police were provided the wrong information and had been given his address by mistake. This was his quote. I heard doors breaking and thought it must be a burglary. Then I saw the policemen and they rushed to get me on the floor. I said I was Karismav Avramov and things soon became calm. They commented, this is the singer. And then apologized and left. Wow. And let me guarantee you, once you see his performance in 2009, I think you'll understand why everyone in Bulgaria knew exactly who he was. Oh, my Lord. Do you think they were trying to just go back in time and put a bag over his head before he got on stage of Eurovision at 2009? One can only guess. But, oh, my Lord, I think that's one of the best don't you know who I am once the Bulgarian commandos have you on the floor. Although, once he claimed that he was the singer, they had the bag on his head. How did they know? It turns out the operation, the untouchables, they were actually arresting people for money laundering and tax crime. The singer denies any tax crimes. Krasimir says that once the police realised their mistake, they apologised, were very polite and left. Yeah, I think 
when they busted the wrong door down by mistake because they got the address wrong, I think it's a bit beyond being polite at this stage. Uh, I guess he can only be grateful he doesn't live in America. Um, if everyone has heard of covered stories in America recently, there were police who went to the wrong door by mistake and ended up fatally shooting the owner of the house. So, you know what? A nice thank you. I'll just take it and we can all move on. Ooh, so that's a bit of excitement. We also have another past Eurovision star who was arrested, although this time they got the right man. This story was reported on October the 5th, 2007, and this is the headline, Piero Estori arrested for attack on tabloid. Now, Piero Estori performed in 2004 for Switzerland. He is one of the lucky, lucky privileged few who have received Nalpois at Eurovision. If you can't remember the song off the top of your head, oh my lord, I want to hum a few bars, but I apologise because this will be stuck in your head and it will wake you up at 3am and you'll be screaming, no, I'm sorry. Clap your hands, oh clap your hands, clap your hands, oh clap your hands, clap your hands and clap your hands, well it's a beautiful time. Yeah, you know the one, absolutely absolutely terrible no choreography whatsoever everyone was wearing their street clothes <sighs> so it's needless to say that after 2004 it might have set back Piero Astori's career just a little bit but he kept going on the singer part-time hairdresser but the part-time singer part-time hairdresser would not be stopped and continued on pursuing his musical dreams and good on him for that although eventually newspaper columnist and tabloid editor Gian Mathis Cavalty wrote in the edition of Blick magazine that Piero's recent celebrity birthday celebration looked like a oh quote Mafia funeral before making fun of the Nulpois Swiss entry and generally mocked the singer, his family, and his comeback album. His comeback album called Lo Vivo, calling it Lo Pizza. Ah, 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 ah. Um, apparently, uh, press called Piero's mother for comment and she spoke saying that her son was extremely upset by the column. Yeah, I think that's fair. Come on, he's just trying to have a little birthday, cheer himself up. Oh, Lord. Let's just say Piero did not take the reaction by the tabloids very well and proceeded to ram his Mercedes into the front office of the tabloid at 12 15 p.m. that day ah, of the article he drove his he drove his car into the glass doors at the main entry to the building which left the Mercedes partly inside the offices and out he then jumped out of his car yelling to everyone that would listen that he would in fact castrate the reporter who wrote the offensive column about Lo Vivo calling it Lo Pizza. Ah, 
So not only yelling that he would castrate the reporter, he then went to the boot of his Mercedes and started pulling out boxes, which he threw into the foyer of the building and then proceeded to pitch, oh, wait for it, autographed copies of his album Lo Vivo at people in the building, people around, pretty much everywhere. He then stood and waited for police to arrive and Swiss police arrived and put him back in the police van and he was taken away into custody. Oh, poor lad can't even take a break. People wouldn't even take that seriously. People quickly went to the press to claim that the whole thing was nothing but a massive publicity stunt. I'm not sure if ramming a building, threatening to castrate someone while throwing signed copies of your CD is the kind of publicity that you want for a clap your hands, clap your hands, come on, it's a wonderful time. It's, it's, I mean, I know they say any publicity is good publicity, but do you think that works? If, if you saw a story where Mons had raided a radio station threatening to castrate somebody and was throwing away CDs, would you be like, oh, quick, I'm going to get down there and get a copy of the signed CD? Would that attract you to an artist? I'm not sure. People do love, people do love a bad boy. So there you go. For anyone who's like, oh, I've, I've always wanted to be at Eurovision. No, don't. I'm pretty sure don't. Don't do this. I'm, I'm pretty confident <laughs> this is not the way to do it. Oh, my Lord. Also, Okay, even if even if someone says things about you that aren't complimentary and you don't like it, please don't threaten to castrate people. Um, that's just that levels up. That unnecessarily levels up. Like, sure, the guy's being a jerk, but I I think that's the level that uh, nobody needs to cross. But I guess this is just Eurovision. I guess this is the passion, the excitement that motivates people. Oh my lord. And when it comes to Eurovision, okay, it's not just celebrities who are getting themselves in all types of trouble. It's also members of the public. Let's not forget what happened in 2021. It was reported in the February newspapers, a man charged after protest over satanic Cypress Eurovision song. Let's not forget, a man barged into the Cyprus Broadcasting Corporation headquarters, barged in and started verbally abusing staff, claiming that the nation's 2021 entry, El Diablo, or The Devil, oh my lord, what an amazing song. Oh my lord, catchy banger, love it. Not going off at this guy's church choir. They won't be singing it anytime soon. While he was busy cussing people out, ironically, with the tongue of the devil, he was screaming that the song was, quote, an affront to Christianity and, quote, has satanic connotations and that the broadcaster should not be showing it. Oh, Lord. Oh, my Lord. Is he going to have a hell of a time when he goes to prison? Maybe he should spend some of that time in the prison library. He 
can look up things like metaphor. Oh, oh my lord, his world is going to be transformed. His eyes are going to be opened in ways that he's never imagined. There's actually, there were actually recorded videos from the security cameras where it actually showed the man shouting at the employees. He was charged with four offences, including threatening behaviour, verbal abuse and causing a disturbance. This was, of course, backed up by other people who phoned the station, threatening to literally burn down the organisation for promoting the song or, as they believe, promoting the devil. Whatever happened to just, I don't know, a strongly worded letter? Oh, I don't, I don't like this entry. But yeah, again, actually, it's crazy. You know, because if someone, okay, let's play, let's play devil's advocate. <laughs> if someone is pledging their allegiance to the devil, you'd have to think the Christians would be excited because if there's a devil, then by default that means there has to be a god. And with dwindling numbers of people, I guess you know, joining religious groups, you think they'd be excited that a younger member of the community was showing an interest, you know, getting the conversation out there. You know, like they said, any publicity is good publicity. So, you know, maybe take that on board. Ay, 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 ay. So they're just a couple of little of the little highlights to get you through the week. So just remember, uh, go out there, uh, live your best life. Whatever happens, don't threaten to castrate people and certainly don't threaten women uh, that if they keep living their best life, they're just going to end up single, living alone in their own house, paying their own bills, drinking their own wine with their multitude of cats. Because you know what? Once they realise they don't have to be married to fools like you, they can live in their own apartment, pay their own bills, drink their own damn wine and have their own damn pets. They don't need you, sunshine. Anyway, have a great day out there. If you think there's some exciting crimes you want to share with the world, you know about somebody who's been arrested, charged or wrongfully handcuffed, Hello. Please let us know. Podcast at gmail.com. We've also got an exciting interview. We'll be taking part next week. We can't wait to share that with you. Sam will be back in the future. We still, would you believe, haven't finished our wrap-up of 2023 Eurovision. You always have the best of plans, but life gets in the way. It makes it spicy. We still have a couple more exciting crimes uh, to get into, including human trafficking. Anyway, be good to each other. Live your best life.